Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your Nuster crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week, it's Russo's Revenge. Oh my god. As we're having a pay-per-view on Nitro. I thought Russo's Revenge was crotch rot. No, as we're doing war games tonight, guys. Oh. But a different version of War I must Games. Be thinking of something else. War Games. We didn't get the build up with Piper and his three jabronis. <laughs> nothing like that. It's just. But you know what? But it's a thrill sting. We'll find out tonight. But we'll also find out that I'm your host, Joseph Thunderlager. There it is. Take it. I like it. <laughs> I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo, and I still maintain Russo's Revenge, I think, is crotch rot. You might want to look that up. I'm going to look it up right now. Also looking at him up is the ch- ch- chosen one, my equivalent. Oh, damn it. I had something I was going to say, and I forgot it. Oh. I don't know what it was. Oh. The lights uh, were too bright. The lights, the lights too were bright. too bright. I have all the stroke around here? No, there there you go. No, there I had is. a stroke. There it is. There, you, you added one I extra had a stroke, stroke around here. You had an extra pump. Is that it? There. It could have happened. Could you, have happened. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. I was going to slap you in the face, but God beat me to it. Okay, got it. Thanks, Taz. <laughs> Leatherface. Leatherface. <laughs> Let's put a smile on all you can. Sorry. Be a star. Be a star, brother. <laughs> September 4th, the year 2000, is the day we're going to be talking about. It's year six. Is that year six? For you still about year six. Uh, you, guys just, you guys are six years in. God damn. How's that, how's that working out for you guys? Um, I miss the younger days. <laughs> I mean, but we were all younger. Uh, so it was Renegade. There was another guy here. In the face. There was a couple guys here before. <laughs> yeah. We've been through some cast here. Yeah. We're like Three's Company up in here. We, well, although Jeff has no Suzanne Summers. No. Well, and then there was Mod. And then there, <laughs> then was, there was Mod. Mod. <laughs> yeah, he was Mod. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? B. Arthur is rolling in her grave <laughs> right now. You do not soil the good goddamn name of B. <laughs> Arthur with that. Lonely Toshi Jabroni over there. He's got to get a new name. He's no longer lonely. I refuse. The feud's still on, Jeff. The uh, the feud is on. The feud is on. Call I him mod. At and then, best, uh, at best, he could be second and Viv. That's who he could be. Ooh. Ooh. What that if you prefer? No, that, that's Jr. Hey, what if you preferred second and Viv? Uh, then you voted for Trump. <laughs> but Wait. I didn't vote for Trump. But then who's but Jr.? The, Who's um, uh, Carlton? <laughs> no. Hillary? JR no, Jazzy. JR is the little sister from Family Matters who yeah. went upstairs. <laughs> yeah. never came that, back. That's where I was going. That's where I was going. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yep. Jeff, and I, no, Jeff is Urkel because he went, he like he was the nerd. Okay. And he no, went to Japan and found his Stefan Urkel shit. He's macking up on the Japanese over there. There it is. Give me a, let me look at my so shit. He's Kenny Omega? He, he does does his battle cry. <laughs> Jeffrey Olivier. <laughs> Jeffrey Bublé. Well, let's talk about Nitro, shall yeah, we? Let's right. talk about this pay-per-view-esque. Oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. What company? For, or, it's Nitro, buddy. <laughs> WCW. Saying, well, you said it's a pay-per-view-esque lineup. And I'm like, what company is putting on this pay-per-view? Well, it's WCW Nitro. According to Tony Schiavone, that's uh, them. All right. Monday Nitro, we're in Dallas, Texas, September 4th, the year 2000. Susan, it's fitting. Another assassination in that town. There it is. God year, damn. Like we, said, like we said before, <laughs> year Russo's six. up in the book warehouse. Year <laughs> six of 
WCW Nitro. Commentary team is one Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, and, and Jeremy Borash. Da, 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 da. I knew we we're in we're closing in. We're we're closing in because Jeremy Borash debuted, or as I would call him, Morpheus. He <laughs> is bad at this. Well, uh, he's like twenty. I don't care. No, listen, listen. No, maybe twenty-one, and did internet like WWE live. Um, like interviews and shit. Never done commentary before. And Hudson went back to his wife went into labor. My question was, you couldn't find anybody else in the building who had done commentary before. Stevie Ray Mike was Tenet. not in the building. Mike Tenay is not in the Go building. Go in the two-man booth. Right, like... You, every match had somebody <laughs> coming on commentary anyways. You, you didn't d- need him. You've done two-man booths before. Right, like Mongo. I don't know. You didn't current Mongo. You didn't need Jeremy Borash, and I feel bad for him because he was really thrown out to the wolves. Like he's not prepared. He's never done it. He got his head shaved earlier in the day. Looked like uh, Michael Stipe from REM went on a fucking hunger. It was White Morpheus. (laughs) It was yeah. He had the glass. It was weird. Uh, we start to show off with a promo for tonight. Eight. So Triple Cage Russo Revenge War Games as it's Team Russo versus who? Team WCW. WCW. Team Cat. They've really called them that. <laughs> team Faces. Team Heels. Well, team, oh, no, yeah. they're the Heels. You know yeah. what? Team Baby Faces because Russo had to come out on TV other week and talk about how there's Heels and Baby Faces and, you know, shoot. Pow, 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 pow. Bro. Uh, insider lingo. Yep. You know, he he's destroying that K-Fabe. God damn him. Yeah. Uh, we get early, earlier today, we see the state, the caging set up. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about So it's war games. So it's the war it's going to be every it's, other. It's a riddle and rattled version of war games. It's a hat on top of a hat on top yeah. of a hat because it's war on games a on, a on a pole. On a forklift. It is war games Rumble. with <laughs> one person comes in every two minutes. And then they have to climb to the top of the three-stack cage and get the title, then bring it all the way back down and through the and through door. the door. You know who's not happy about this? Who? Your reigning and defending WCW World Heavyweight Champion, one big sexy Kevin Nash. Him? Yeah, him. Him, him, him. He's not happy about this. Well, yeah. He's not climbing up. Yeah, he, he's like, I ain't going up to that third tier with my knees. You must be out your fucking mind. Uh, backstage, Russo and the band have shown up. Um, then we get uh, when they then they do the intro to Nitro. It's a new video. Took them long enough. At this point, why bother? I wish they I wish they would have went back to uh, the like expl- the, I mean, the exploding potholes yeah. and the one on Thunder still has Hogan in it. So I'm just like, <laughs> all right, guys, whatever. It's fucking morons. Maybe they're afraid to take him out of it for the lawsuit. No, we plan on bringing you back. Uh, See, you're still in our opening. Jesus. Brother. Dude. So let's go I miss our... that first Nitro opening. Oh, God. I miss I miss everything I with miss that everything first Nitro. Our, yeah. Well. well not, the, not, not the first show. I'm just talking like, the first year of Nitro. Uh, we're going to go straight to the ring for our first match tonight for the WCW Tag Team Championships as it's the insane clown posse of the dark carnival, carnival versus the filthy animals Ray and Hoovy. Um, Conan and Disco join commentary, and commentary don't want Disco 
at the booth. Well, I don't blame them. So it's a five-man table to start the show. Oh, God. Excellent. So, like... And three of those people, I like, are Conan, Disco, and Jeremy Borash. Fuck this. <laughs> fuck. Do you remember uh, a year ago, in September of 1999, when the insane clown posse and Vampiro were feuding with... Who the be, filthy animals. animals. Yep. I, I yep. In fact, do. How little things change. Right. Pretty sure this this filthy animal is bastardized and just a wee bit different from the one back then. But, but, now, but now the clowns have a title match. And they traded Raven for Muda in 2000, so that's a down. That's not great. Yeah. It, when, when they, when the, nat, when they, both teams came out, I was like, are we going to Road Wild anytime soon here <laughs> yeah. if they have these uh, six mans here? Oh, I wish they'd put a Road Wild in one of those games. That'd be amazing. Oh, damn just give me that RV going back and forth. <laughs> it's back and forth. I just need food carts in the background. Yeah. Yep. You could brawl out to the food cart. Corn dogs on a stick. I know stick a corn thing. dog in, in Roman Reigns' eye. That'd be amazing. Uh, who, sure that's a euphemism for something. I'll see what Rhea does with a corn dog. Hey, now. Uh, Hoovy and Ray take uh, care to start the match. Hoovy does a uh, goes for a springboard drop, uh, springboard something, but Shaggy. Uh, Jay drop kicks him. Shaggy Jay? I thought it was Shaggy Tudor. Shaggy Tudor. I got, <laughs> I like, combined them. I bought it for a minute. I'm looking at him like, Shaggy Jay. Because right? <laughs> I said Shaggy, and then my mom, <laughs> then my eyes went down to the neck, my next <laughs> one, and it's it's oinks. It's oinks you, man. It's oinks you up the ass. Uh, Hoovy <laughs> hits a bulldog and violence, Jay. Um, Ray with a Bronco Buster on Shaggy and then uh, walks into a bad clothesline by Violent J. Like, missed him. Uh, Violent J military presses Ray and goes for it again, but Hoobie Springboard drop kicks him. Uh, Hoobie and Ray hit the Nutcracker. It's their version of the was up instead of the headbutt. It's a leg drop. Yeah, that looks way more painful. I'd rather do that. I wouldn't want to be taking it, but I'd rather do it. For the win. Um... Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that was a thing. It was a thing. There it is. Opening uh, this pay-per-view level Nitro. Then we go backstage with Pamela with Team Canada as as Lance Storm is having Major Guns prove her worth by running a treadmill because Canadians are, are superior athletes. I can say this. This is true. As a, as a Canadian myself, uh, my body is a temple. Mm-hmm. Picture of perfect uh, athleticism. Yep. It's a wonder round, really. It's like, it's like, right. I, like I see Sean Stasiak right now. I mean, thank you. Wow. I work hard. Yeah. Um, That's not true. He can't be Sean Stasiak if you work hard. <laughs> Chuck Palumbo? There you go. The only one they seem to value at all. <laughs> yes, I'm Chuck Palumbo. Where's Billy Gunn? Got a nice ass. Anyway. The ass voice. Yeah. Holy. Oh, um, the ass powder. You know what? I get what they're doing. It's, it's uh, still 2000. They're trying to get scantily clad woman with impossibly huge fake boobs, sweaty and wet all night for the uh, horn dogs watching at home. Fair play, Russo. It's a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. But what's was like so her like her gimmick is her gimmicks, and samples were three times that size. Like it's Jesus, man. At least to her, at least hers are like proportionate to the rest of her body. Sables was grotesque. Like, Jesus, man. In fact, I found it a turn off at the, at, when they were like, come on, guys. I was like, really? Mm, no, thanks. What's supposed to do with those things? <laughs> <laughs> well, take, a lo- take a look at that. Uh, we go um, <laughs> off site with a Booker and the cat getting into a limo. 
as they're heading their way to the arena. Then we get a fall brawl photo frame of the side-by-side of Booker versus Nash for the WCW Heavyweight title. Or it could be anybody. Because we don't know. We don't know. We knew. (laughs) Then the cage is being lowered down as Tony's freaking out about that as we come back. And it's Vince Russo. Is it main event time already? It's a blow problem. Is it main event time already? No, but it's still like according to Russo, it's the main event problem. The shank of the evening. Which, by the way. Let's bring up right now. Raw is on at a later time again. Yeah. yeah. So so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. So uh, as old uh, Blow comes out here and gets in the ring slowly. Oh, my God. It took forever. I, I, did you guys notice that the fucking cage door didn't work? Yeah. That's awesome. They went this whole thing about showing them building the cage. Like, and the fucking door doesn't work. Like, Russo tried to shut it, and it wouldn't. He's like, you can see roll his eyes. I'll just say this now. That's why it's open the entire time at the uh, end of the show. Yeah, they can build it right. Fucking morons. Yeah. (laughs) In 2000, WCW, that's that's by par for the course. About par. Yeah, Mr. Klondike Bell already. (laughs) Yeah. Russo comes out with the Natural Born Thrillers as they're going to be capped outside. That's blow. Blow. There it is. So they can uh, protect them from the outside. Russo has to start, sh- uh, start the promo off by making fun of the Cowboys. In Dallas, that's what you do. Um, I looked into it uh, because they lost their game, football game, the day before to the Philadelphia Eagles, 41-14. to So spanking. Yeah, he got a concussion that game. Did he? All right. One Maybe of the last ones, right? We're 906. Yeah, when did he retire? It was soon after this, Pretty right? soon, right after that, yeah. yeah. It wasn't long. Like, was this his last season? I think so. I think is that uh, or a one, right? Might have been because it was right around the time Marino retired too. Because Marino's was like oh one oh two. It was right about the same time. Um, Russo goes uh, through the rules. You know what we just dis- we discussed earlier about how it's going to be one man at a time. Um, baby faces, all that. Uh, as he names himself, the baby faces. Of course he does. <sighs> If you say so. Uh, the 2000 was Aikman's last year because yeah. of this concussion. Oh, because yeah. of this concussion. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, Russo says that the lawyers are looking into the cat's deal and that there is an injunction, so the cat has no power. It's an commissioner, right? Awful convenient. For whenever that gets popped up on both channels, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he brings up that the heels, the, baby, the real baby faces, will have qualifying matches tonight. Again, uh, standard. I mean... It's lame, but in all fairness, if McMahon did it on Raw, people would be captivated. Is all the baby faces going to make it into the match? Who's going to get screwed? You know. Yeah, but I think, like, he actually had one of them lose. <laughs> well, <laughs> later on. Um, we'll see that. He out. says that Gold- if Goldberg gets in the match, he'll wave everything that he has against Goldberg right now so that, he, like, he can't touch him. All that stuff will be out the window. Well, that's good because it would be kind of pointless. If you weren't legally allowed to touch your opponent in a match, it's a, tough to win. <laughs> a social distancing match. Huh? Russo Russo then goes off and says that he guarantees that he would be leaving the cage with the title. That's ominous. I don't like to hear that. I don't like hearing that at all. I don't all. like that, Bob. Uh, Kevin Ash comes out. Nash, he, don't, he don't like that either. Nash wants to know what Russo's is smoking and why is his belt on the line. Uh, Nash says that the belt is. Uh, is not on the line because he says so. Because Nash says that he's not a fighting champion, and uh, 
He makes his own rules. Like I got to defend it every 29 days and 11th hour. Yeah. Uh, he's a uh, Russo tells Nash that he's the boss and he can make the rules. Nash tells Russo that he's his daddy and grabs Russo by the throat. Sting's music hits and the lights go out, but then Sting comes through the ring. The ring. But why is Sting saving Russo? What? I don't know. Um. Nash lets go. Russo tells uh, Nash to kiss his ass. Nash tells him to suck it and flips him off, and then he leaves. Um, Sting says that he's in the qualifying match and he will win the title. Russo's mocking Sting, so Sting chases Russo up the cage. Steiner, Jarrett, and the Thrillers go onto the cage. Cat and the Booker somehow make it from the arena in time to brawl with the Thrillers as Russo is able to get away. Goldberg comes out and Russo runs off stage and runs to the back. Man, it, it, it wasn't the best promo, but it was well paced until that last two minutes. Yeah. And then they did seven like hours worth of shit in like two minutes. Didn't make it was sense. Amazing. And they just they gave away spots they were gonna do later in the fucking night. Like what, I mean, what are you doing, you idiots? Don't go to the top of the cage. Before the fucking match starts. Jesus Christ. We got to. Uh, then we got moments <laughs> ago what just happened. Then we got a commentary as they're uh, talking about what's going to be happening later, a.k.a. War Games. Uh, then the Harris brothers come out of nowhere and tell them, show the footage. So they show the footage of APA at the bar. Wait, that's chronic. As in the Harris brothers show up to attack them at a bar. I mean, you might as well just call them APA. They've completely co-opted the yeah, It's, it's the yeah. Nazi protection agency. <laughs> yeah. No, that's chronic. You call what you want. Okay. Um, so I, yeah. I also love, by the way, uh, they're no longer just like wearing sleeves to cover that shit up. You can just fully see their yeah. Nazi yeah. tattoos. Yeah. That's, that's fun, guys. Short sleeves, baby. That's cool. We go that's backstage cool. with Shane Douglas trying to tell Russo uh, uh, that last week that Goldberg attacked him and he wants a match with him tonight. Russo's like, what? <laughs> Going back real quick, you will remember, um, well, you guys may be old enough to remember, maybe you're not. Um, around the turn of the century, in the late 90s, up until eh, maybe 02, 03, things were pretty lax when it came to Nazis. It was still understood they were bad, but all that imagery wasn't a big deal. It, nobody was, like, advocating it, but it was no longer like, oh, you can't show that. It was just like, ah, it's here, whatever. Have fun. Party. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. About a time. Uh, Douglas calls the thrillers in the ring, into the room, but Tori tells him to get out that they're no good for him. Uh, then Russo gives Douglas the match, and as they leave, Russo calls the thrillers back in and say, look after him. <laughs> what? What were they doing around the corner? Yeah, <laughs> like, they're lurking. Like, what are you fucking doing? Why don't you just sit there? Like, why do you have to lurk in the background? They were circle jerking. The answer is yes. <laughs> what the fuck? So let's go to our next match, and it's a qualifying match for uh, War Games here. As Sting versus Vampiro. Of course it is. Of course it is. And Muga. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like... Really? You're getting like, aren't, aren't, isn't Sting and Mo- uh, Vampiro yeah, wrestling at Fall Brawl against Sting? Right? Yeah. It's a three way. Of course it is. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Sting hits the Stinger Splash on Vampiro for the win. It was a minute long. Cool. And somehow too long. 
Vampiro <laughs> shoves Muda, but ICP comes out to separate them. We should do a clock, like a timer. Uh, barring war games, of course, but then he doesn't have to do a lot in there. Has a sting match lasted longer than a minute since he came back from being burned? I don't think and so. does a sting match go longer than a minute before this company goes away? He's in a groove well, right now. Well, well the thing one. is, I'll say this. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say this. He does the the the, the, mat, the tag match on Thunder last week goes beyond one, but that's right. it's a tag match. I was gonna say one on how one. Long was, even, how long was Tang yes, wrestling in that tag yeah, match? How long was he in know, the ring? That is true. We're, I'll, we're, I'll do some research. Like I said this motherfucker has figured out how to take a day off and work at the same time. Yep. Jeff Sheriff's like, God damn it! I got to go. up my game. Conan's taking notes. Like, God damn. It. Uh, we go backstage with Lance Storm having gun work on major guns work on her mental attitude. Mm, a lot of work to be done here. I think. Yes, I feel like it's a lost cause. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we just work on the abs. <laughs> yeah. Backstage, we see Stevie Ray talking to Russo, saying he wasn't planning on working tonight. See, Stevie Ray's here. Uh, Russo Sucks says he doesn't. Uh, if he doesn't do it, he will get rid of his uh, precious thunder job. And Stevie was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Stevie. But, Way to put it over. <laughs> he's like, I don't care. But he's like, hey, Stevie, if you win, you could have a title shot. What's up? <laughs> We're thinking about that one. I was like, why? Jesus, fuck. I don't want to see Kevin Nash versus Stevie Ray in the year of our Lord 2000. Then we see uh, Jeff Jarrett telling Nash backstage or just to get over it. Those are always the two worst person of those fucking tag matches. Like, can we just have Scott Booker, please? <laughs> right. The other two who could fight over there somewhere. Uh, Nash telling uh, yeah, Jar- Jarrett's like, suck it up, suck it up. boy. <laughs> and Nash's like, shut up. Basically, he's like, hey, I might go play for the other team. It's like, what well, does that mean? Like, I, does that mean you're going to Raw? You're going to be Finn Goldberg? I can imagine Jeff and Kevin not laughing at each other. They were clearly just fucking with each other yeah. and just like, Suck I it commend up. them to keeping a straight face. Suck it up, hombre. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our next match for a qualifying match for War Games. Cool. As first, it's Stevie Ray. And as he comes out and says, if he doesn't do this match, uh, Russo will threaten, threaten to rip up his contract. Go ahead and fucking do it. Uh, I'll destroy that lawsuit, sucker. And he's going to be take CB Ray will be taking on his brother, who comes out to the same theme music. But now it says, "Don't, don't hate, hate the, the player, player hate, hate the, the game. game." I do not remember oh, I vividly any remember of that. Taste of Taylor. I was like, when I like the loose ass suit. He looks like he's about to be in the Kings of Comedy com- concerts tour. So like. I remember that. You know, I used to know added. that entire VHS tape at the time, word for word. That's a yeah. great, great match. I knew all two hours of everybody's sets. I did the whole thing. I Word for word. Quick side view. Uh, who had the best set? Uh, the best individual set was probably Bernie Mac. I was going to say Bernie Mac's my favorite. But Steve Harvey's, like, kind of a couple minutes in between everybody's sets were really good. Really good, too. But I just, I, I the Hughes had the worst. Yeah. This was terrible. I vividly remember... The Bernie Max about the the three kids he had to take in from his sister. Where'd them cookies? <laughs> still. Like, well, I'm not gonna cook. I, I vividly remember that. <laughs> I, I I think I can. I to this day I can still re- do word for word. Night the Roxbury. Of course, from beginning you to end. Make you fun of me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so for the match, Stevie Ray sneaks attacks Booker. Hey, brother. <laughs> Now, when you say brother, yeah, it's, no, it's, uh, it's, in this case, it's, it's, in this case, this is brother, brother, brother. Uh, Booker hits the axe kick and goes for the sidekick, but Stevie uh, grabs him and throws him to the ground. Stevie goes for the slapjack, but Booker flips him over. 
Booker wants with the bookend for the win. After the match, Booker wants to know what the hell is going on, and Stevie's like, "Keep up the guard, uh, keep your guard up, and get ready for fall brawl." And brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Even in the hood. Even in the hood. Hug life. Hug life. Hug life. life. We go. Backstage with Chronic as they're asking the young dragons if they've seen the Harris brothers and the young dragons. The young dragons are Kai and Ty. Young Harris brothers? <laughs> no, see, no. And then. Indeed. Yeah. God damn it. Why, why would they know where the Harris brothers are? In what fucking realm of possibility would they have any idea? Do. Do Caucasian Asians, as in Jamie's song, do they hang out with Nazis? Uh, he is from West Virginia, I China. I I don't know. I I was like, of all the people to ask, <laughs> these are the three people you get to ask. But then, no, you know what? Okay. We get to do some of that funny rush hour uh, comedy where the Asian people don't quite understand what you're saying. And plus, I just saw this on SmackDown, bro. I love it jokes from funny. 1996. It's real good. Yeah, man. <laughs> Four years ever fucking t- later. Don't you ever touch a black man's radio. You know um, the Beach Boys? You know the Beach Boys. <laughs> Chronic leaves them behind, and then they hear them mocking them, and then Chronic comes back and chokeslams Jamie's son through oh, that table. <laughs> Just practice for when he faces Seamus in about 10 years. Right. <laughs> Let's go to the ring as three counts yeah. there. as uh, Worst power ball in the history of the world. Three counts going to perform, but Chronic comes out and uh, oh, sorry. sorry. Chronic hits a triple high time. Uh, Triple. I've been there once or twice. Then they call out the Harris brothers, but Jeff Jarrett comes out instead. That's kind of the same thing. Jarrett says that they're not getting the Harris brothers tonight, and tell them that they they have that they have a handicap match. And commentary is like, well, they just did, you know, three on two. But Jarrett calls out the cat and tells him since he has no power, his qualifying match is against Chronic. Chronic. Um, cat comes down to the ring and he tells Chronic that they they're, they're that they're fighting on the same side and that they should go both go beat up uh, Jeff Jarrett who went to the announce table as Adams does. Cat tries to roll up Brian Clark. It's like. You had you had it. You had it, and then you were done. Fucked it up. Yeah, I see. yeah. Uh, Jarrett walks over to Miss Jones, and that distracts the cat. Chronic grabs the cat and brings him back in the ring. Chronic hits high time on the cat to eliminate him from War Games, but see. puts both of them in War Games now. See, I like this. I like this. This this is this is the one part of this I liked. Russo outsmarted himself. It's like ah, got the cat. Wait a minute, dumbasses! <laughs> how um, how does WCW have so many attractive valets, and WWF has basically none? I know, right? What's that about? What the shit? Because Miss Jones, because Miss Jones, you have Miss Jones, you got Tori, you have Lay Meow. Don't forget Miss Hancock. Miss Hancock. Hancock. So look, let's say four there. there. Tigress, Tigress, Paisley, Paisley. That's six. Daphne. Daphne. Seven. Seven. Then you go to Dodie. Yeah, I mean, you, people are going to count major guns. Ma- yeah, eight. Major guns. Major guns. Uh, eight. You have Trish and China and Lee is a wrestler now. So, Lee's so Stephanie. 
I mean, she, she'd count herself. She, she, two and a half. Way. Two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half. Damn. Miss, and like Miss Kitty. It's not. Three and a half. Well, she's a wrestler entirely. Well, you, know you know what made it easier? When you had all those natural girls there and you kind of got rid of the natural girl thing, you're like, oh, it's Although well, apparently they didn't. We just don't see it on TV anymore. Yeah. Like, they they do commercial shit. Like, they, they dance in cages and learn commercials. It blew my mind first time I saw that. I was like, so TNA got it from WWE. All right. Cool. Let's see Let's see if uh, this blows your mind. The next match is a qualifying match for War Games. That's unlikely. Shane Douglas. <laughs> nope. <laughs> With Tori. Nope. Versus Goldberg. This goes longer than Sting's match. Uh, it's fantastic. Of course this, it does. It does. It's just this fantastic. Does. And Tori gets talk time. Uh, she, oh, that's always good. She, Less want, of that, she wants yeah. a quick match. Douglas says the so war, the Dory, right? The, the, the war with Goldberg isn't over yet. It's like, oh my god! Didn't realize it started. Goldberg comes out. He dominates until he's four arms a post. Um, Douglas goes after the bad arm. No, that was Shane Douglas. But Goldberg overpowers him. Goldberg goes for the spear, but the thrillers come in and uh, stop him. But Goldberg beats them all up. I checked it out. Goldberg hits Reno with his own move. That guy Reno. Shivani's like, he hit him with a certain move. Way to fucking just cut the nuts under the young talent there, Goldberg. He comes in and he uses his own move on him. Damn. Uh, you ain't shit, young boy. Uh, then uh, Shane grabs a chain and goes to punch him. <laughs> but uh, Goldberg spears and jackhammers uh, Shane Douglas for the win to advance into war games. And once again, yeah, this match went way long, like two more minutes longer than Sting. And it felt like ten more minutes longer than what the Sting match gave us. Who saw Goldberg advancing? I mean... <laughs> Color, Color me, me shocked. Color me bad. We see Russo freaking out backstage. We get a commentary that talks about what Living just happened. Uh, backstage, we see Russo wanting to know what's Nash's plan, and Nash's agenda is this. I'm leaving the match with the title. That's his agenda. He's going to be standing in front of the door the whole time. I mean... Smart play. You work like a rumble, baby. Firearms, brother. Outside, we see uh, Lance Storm having Major Gun swim in a pool. As then we see from a Carter distance, Lester. MIA watching from afar. Pamela Stalk, stalking more. I, like so I love, by the way, like so they are like like looking through binoculars to give over strike strategy. They're talking so loud. Hey, yeah. You <laughs> see what they're doing it, over there? It's like the Scooby Doo thing, of like or any cartoon you see, of, eight feet away. You see the bad guy, <laughs> but then you go like three feet beyond, and like oh, there's the good guys just watching and being super loud. Good luck hiding the fact that one of them's AWOL, who's like seven feet beach blonde. One of them's got their red hair up like a boner through the top of their hat. And the other one's a huge erection. And Hugh Morris is two feet wide. Good luck hiding those bastards. So Major Gun's swimming, and Pamela's like, you know what? I've had enough of this, and I'm going to go get security. And Storm's thought so, too. So Storm throws Pamela into the pool, and then MIA just spearhead everybody in the ring, and then we have a pool brawl. It reminds me of the Saturday night's main event from January 86 where they were in Florida. It was all tropical and they would do these vignettes and Savage was still the heel and him and Jesse were really buddy-buddy and Savage had gone for a swim and he had Elizabeth there in her swim tr- trunks and she was all scared because she couldn't swim so Savage is like the best way to show you. He just throws her into the fucking water. He's like, you'll learn now. My Tyler has one. I prefer I prefer Luger and Sting in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, it's pile drivers in, in the fucking ocean. Pitch black dark. In pitch black dark, <laughs> baby. Uh, Russo, uh, we go backstage with Russo saying that uh, tonight's the night that he's going to win the title. 
But so first, the, the thing that bothers me about that is like, even if he does it, he is clearly telling the audience, "I'm winning that fucking title yeah. pretty soon. Get yeah. used to it." Yeah, not a fucking fan of that. Nope. No, I I barely tolerated the idea that Vince won. I don't fucking need this dipshit to win the title. <laughs> right. And for when Vince won, it was for reason, it was a good reason. Over Stone Cold. Yeah. Like it was at least a storyline. Not re- Jesus, dude. <sighs> not for a guy saying every week that he doesn't want to be on TV and he's on TV. So I'm going to make week. myself your world champion, bro. Bro. Uh, Russo tells the thrillers that they're taking on Vito in a gauntlet match. <laughs> Thanks. They need a few more people. Yep. We go to Pamela with Arn. Oh, I Arn. loved Arn here. <laughs> Before I get started, you're really wet. That's a good look That's for you. That's a good look for you. That's a fantastic look on you, by the way. Uh, uh, I, uh, I agree. Yeah. She, 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 she asked, hey, is Flair going to be at the wedding next week? He's like, first off, honey, you're soaking wet. And that's a great look. <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. On you, wet is my favorite color. <laughs> Arn goes on a diatribe, but basically ends with going, yeah, I'll probably be picking up Rick to go to the wedding. So, well, because whoever it was that fucking spoiled it last week, they had not have to go with it. Mark Madden. Matt, I think it was Madden, right? Because Madden's like, oh, yeah. Well, I think it was, I mean, it was going to happen regardless. Well, yeah, but, but like the surprise, uh, I think Madden, because like, oh, yeah, cause it was, we're, in, we're going to be in North Carolina. So Flares will be there. I think they always like, I, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, like, was, Jesus Christ. I man. think they had him do it on purpose because, I mean, maybe. You put the wedding in Charlotte. <laughs> Fans are like, okay, so everything's been in Charlotte. Our next match, our next match is a a gauntlet match of Vito versus the Natural Born Thrillers. Hard pass for me, dog. I'm a no. It's a no. You know what's a hard no for me? Uh, Vito and uh, Mike Sanders back and forth. Oh God, because that happened. Jesus, was it above average? But uh, but it was not. not. Uh, (laughs) Sanders does does say though that they will be taking on all five of them at once instead of one on one. And Tony's like, I count six. (laughs) I caught that. I was like. There's definitely hey, six. So it's above average, which means counting sometimes. I'm like, okay, Stasiak, because he was out there. So I'm like, okay, he's not going to be in the match. Stasiak gets in the ring. It's like, <laughs> and also that means it's no longer a gauntlet match. Yeah. So no. what it was, it just doesn't understand. It was just a beat about. down. Uh, Reno, uh, that guy Reno and Palumbo hit the 3D. Uh, Palumbo does a top Do rope shoulder <laughs> breaker. Uh, we get a Shantan bomb, and Sanders makes the pin, and then they beat up. Uh, Vito with his uh, stick. <laughs> no, I hope, I hope not. He, 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 no, I doubt it because he walked away. That wouldn't be possible. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was like so his, his, stick. his stick ball bat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for the clarification. We go. We go to. Con- uh, we go backstage with Pamela with Chronic Booker and Sting. And uh, she's still wet. No. Damn. No. 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 In she a, is a little way. She. Yeah. Brian Adams says calls Russo an idiot because they took the cat out of the match. Now Chronic, both of them are in the place. <laughs> I mean, it is a pretty fucking stupid. Movie. She's yeah. like Russo, you blew it. So uh, <laughs> it's showtime, folks. Uh, I think Booker says, "Don't hate the player, hit the game." And then com- commentary is like, "But where's Goldberg?" <laughs> Not part of the team. Because our next match is our eighth match of the night, and it's a War Games 2000. Russo's Revenge. Before you start it then, so you missed the part where Russo's in the back with Steiner at the table, and he's like, and Steiner like almost hits him with the pipe. I missed that because I was watching it on the okay. Peacock, and what happened like, for this episode, it would go like, um, like, I'll say like 30 minutes in, and then it would backtrack like 10. 
That's so I would have to and like and I and with you fast forwarding through it, I'm like, okay, I was here. And I just missed that part of Steiner. Yeah, that. he's in the back talk bragging about how he's going to win. And Steiner, like, damn near takes him out. He hits the table as hard as he can. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. You got the cat out and put Chronic in. I had to stick this up, you goddamn asshole. I did not and see that. And walks off, and Russell's like, damn it. I did not see that. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, because throughout the whole episode, it'd be like, I'm an hour in, and then it goes back 10. So I'm like, okay, I just got to fast forward to where it was. When I fast forward to it, and like it was the entrances, I'm like, oh, I didn't miss anything. So theoretically, now Nash and Steiner are pissed off at Russo. Yep. So War Games 2000, Russo's Revenge. It's going to be Team Russo of Vince Russo, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, and Jeff Jarrett versus it's a pretty good fucking team. WCW of well, mine's Russo. Both members of Chronic, <laughs> Brian Adams, Brian Clark, Sting, Booker T, and Goldberg. So it's five on four. Babyface advantage, because that's how you book this. When I think war games, I think babyface advantage. So for those who don't understand, do you, you want to break down an actual war games yeah. matches, Corey? Yeah. Well, first of all, an actual war games <laughs> match is two rings side by side. Yep. With a giant steel cage contraption around That's both, with a top short. On it. Yes. We're not talking that glitzy WWE version that now Triple H is not in charge of NXT. You will probably never see again. No. We're talking the actual. It's got a roof on it, so mm-hmm. you can't jump out and do fucking high spots. And it's anything goes. Two guys start every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Someone else comes in. You always give the heels advantage because always. you build up the heat, and then the baby face comes in to even it's, it out. Storytelling one on one, and you do that over and over again until everybody's in. At that point, the match actually begins. Yeah, the the match beyond, where it's submission or surrender. The only two ways to win. Um. Well, not this match. <laughs> not this one. Because the first two people, they can go up and get the belt and leave. And they can, if they go get the belt and go through the door, they win the match before anybody else can it, get in. My thing... So... Okay. So to get this belt, so you have to climb... You're in the cage. You have to climb up to the second level. Leave that pod... Climb the outside of the cage and grab the belt. Yep. In the third cage. So you're out of the cage, technically. Why do you have to go in and they go out? Just Can't you just... Why would it make sense for you to just be able to climb down the side of the cage? Because nobody thought of it. Like, you're already outside of the cage. Just drop down to the next tier. Yeah. And then just drop down to the floor. It's a, you know, 10-foot climb. That's fine. And I just... Well, I don't, maybe because they specified... nuts. They specified the way to win is to leave the door. I know, but you're already outside of the cage to get the belt. <laughs> If you don't have to leave the cage to get up, I would I would agree, I but ugh, it drove me nuts. It's WCW in 2000, so clearly not I a lot of thought went cage. into it. This cage is stupid as hell. No, they're sure getting their money's worth out of it, aren't they? They might as well, I guess. You paid enough for it for that fucking movie. They're like, yeah, we're still in the red. We're going to do 15 of these things. Work head at Bring him back in. So <laughs> yeah. Jeff Jarrett, of course, he has to be the first one guy out. I mean, work hard, brother. Sting comes out next, so. Well, must have lost a coin flip. I guess. Well, I mean, with the cat out, who was going to work? He already did his one minute match. Like, we already gave you one thing. I got to give us some time. With the cat out, who was going to be the worker? Booker. Sting throws Jared (laughs) into the cage, and the cage, like, rattles. Like, it shakes. Like, it pops open. I'm like, nope, Mrs. Aina. They they did not build that, and they get to do all that other shit later. I'm like, fuck that shit, dude. Stink sets up a uh, ladder in the corner and throws it into uh, throws Jared into it. Then uh, Scott Steiner comes out wearing a face mask now. 
Well, because he's uh, broken got a broken face. nose, yeah. broken face from Goldberg. Because Goldberg is a fucking bully. You don't say. Uh, more on that later. Sting climbs up to the second level before as Steiner's showing up. Uh, Jarrett and Steiner as uh, Sting's hanging. Uh, by the top of the cage so Jared and uh, Steiner just grab a ladder and hit Sting down with it and then they throw uh, Sting into the ladder then both members of Chronic comes out next so now three on two (laughs) baby face advantage (laughs) (laughs) what? yeah three on two Uh, Steiner climbs to the second level while Chronic comes out. Uh, Steiner tr- uh, tries to cut a uh, cut a lock. I thought he said cuddle. I was like, "What's it? Who's he cuddling?" He's trying so, cuddling. So not only did you negate the heels having the advantage in numbers, yep, you also took away the heel advantage inside the War Games itself. Yes. So now the baby faces have. A double advantage. This is in this word. Yes. Okay. Yes. You think, just Dusty, you think sure. Dusty Rhodes was drinking heavily watching this? He's like, what the fuck am I watching? And and then <laughs> as Steiner climbs to the top of the first cage, to try and get out the second, you have to break the lock that's up there. And Steiner struggles with it. <laughs> Why? And if he's struggling with it, who? what chance does anybody else in the match have? Why is it locked? So Chronic beats up Steiner in the second cage. Uh, they gorilla, they gorilla press him, and then just kept throwing him on top of the top of the second cage. God damn, that's a good spot. <laughs> and then uh, Vince Russo comes out. So Babyface still has the advantage. And then he comes out wearing all hockey gear, but he's coming out with the Harris brothers. Harris brothers, forgive me, Father, if I've sinned here. Smartest people in the ring as they climb up the cage yeah. <laughs> to get to the second level to fight the hair fight chronic. Bad sign when the Harris brothers are the only people in that should have a firm grip on what's going on. Yep. Uh, both teams are now using weapons that were hung up on the inside the second cage. Uh, Sting hits Russo. Another hat on a hat. Sting hits Russo with a stinger splash and then puts the Scorpion Deathlock in. Sting, the match can't end that way. Russo came out. Here, next person out. Kevin Nash. Of course. What? That makes sense. God damn it. So not a baby face. It's <laughs> Kevin Nash. Um, How many things are wrong with this fucking match? Nash tries to help Steiner with the, uh, help him up in the corner, but Sting hits a stinger splash. He goes does it again, but they move out of the way, and Nash hits a choke slam on Sting. Nash grabs Russo by the throat, but Steiner stops him. Then all of a sudden, the Harris brothers and Chronic are in the uh, fans fighting. They've somehow escaped. They, they, they escaped the cage, and like nobody noticed it. <laughs> fighting off into Neverland. Yep, they're gone. Lazy bookie. <laughs> yeah, I was getting there. <laughs> Nash grabs Nash grabs Russo by the throat again, but Jarrett tries to stop him. Nash grabs Jarrett by the throat. Uh, and does the same thing to Steiner. So Nash is not having any of it with the newly reformed band. I just want to point out, this title is so prestigious. Four people have just bolted from the match instead of trying to win this damn thing. They were already up there. Uh, yeah, they were just there. like, nah. nah. They took a look at it went, nah, I'm good. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to climb any higher. <laughs> this belt sucks. I'm going to take a league. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> then Booker T comes out. Booker hits the axe kick on both Steiner and Jared and Russo. Nash hits Booker with the big boots. Well, he he went near Russo. Yeah, I true. wouldn't say he landed the axe kick. He tried. <laughs> Booker and Stinger triple team until Goldberg comes out. <coughs> uh, Goldberg. So the final two people of the match were Booker T and Goldberg. 
Yeah. Yes. God damn it. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Goldberg. Hang on. Hang on. He gets better. It's like eighty-five things wrong. With this it, fucking it, get, match. it gets better. Uh, Booker double. <laughs> clo- hang on. Booker double. Uh, Goldberg double clotheslines. Jarrett and Steiner. Russo hits Goldberg in the back with a bat that lays him out. Then they handcuff Goldberg to the ropes. Smart. Nash is Smart. just waiting in the ring uh, in front of the door. Booker T is climbing up to get the belt. Booker, Sting, Jarrett, Snyder are all fighting in the second cage. Booker then gets out, climbs to the top, grabs the belt. Booker then lays out both Jarrett and Steiner uh, and Steiner as he's climbing. They're like, what the hell is Sting doing? Sting in this time frame. Sting is just standing. He looks let him walk by. Has has been handcuffed <laughs> to the inside. He handcuffed himself probably. Uh, But yeah, like it was just like all this chaos, and then they're like, "What's Sting doing? Why is he just standing there? Shouldn't he be going for the belt? No, he's just handcuffed." Uh, Jarrett then lays out Booker with a guitar, and then handcuffs him. Steiner grabs the belt and then gives it to Russo. Uh, Then the then the cat comes out. So in, in in the last three people into War Games are all the baby faces. He's officially in the match. Maybe he, he lost. You don't like, know that to not be in the match. Well, the Harris brothers came in. It's true. We've had three extra people show up in this ring yep. for just shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. Why have the qualified <laughs> matches then? God damn it. Yep. Uh, Nash hits Cat with the jackknife. Nash poses, but then Goldberg gets up, roids up, and rips the handcuff off and lays out all the heels. Goldberg then grabs the title and then poses with him. Goldberg must pose. Goldberg's about to leave, but then the door is slammed in front of him. It turns out to be one Bret Hart. <coughs> Sweet Canadian Stampede football jersey. Another overbooked thing. A mystery dude on the outside. How many runnings now? That's four. That's four runnings. <laughs> That's a whole new team. Match. That's another team. Yeah. That's another it's a whole team. Whole new team in War Games. So it's the other two could have been Bret Hart, the cat, and, and the Harris. Harris. Jesus <laughs> fuck. Um, so Goldberg, not my, man, not my man's Brett. No, we can't do that. <laughs> Goldberg gets laid out by Brett. Jarrett throws the belt back in the ring. Russo grabs it. Nash stops him, but then Nash and Russo hug. Nash gives uh, Russo gives Nash the belt, and the band walk out together holding the belt. Sure, yeah. your winner of this War Games, Kevin Nash. So this was utter chaos. Utter chaos. I. It's a three team. I'm not even sure if the term overbooked is enough. The overbooking of like, overbooking? Is there a term more than overbooked? Because that's what this was. They Russoed it. I lost count halfway through. At my, at no shit. At one point, I had 12 hats. Well, and so, he wasn't even done with the match yet. So we had Babyface Advantage. We had. Uh, five uh, the babyface advantage, and we had five on four for the baby faces. Yeah, two babyface advantages. Two. Then you had the weapons they, in the ring. The weapons they fucked up uh, on purpose. The, the order of people. Yep. So that the baby faces again had an advantage. Yep. Uh, uh, Harris brothers coming out, um, and then Cat uh, coming out. Then Bret Hart. Um, the handcuffs. Handcuffs. The crazy brawl into the crazy uh, brawl in the arena. Mind. Yep. Um, uh, the qualifying matches. Qualifying matches. That's ten right there. Are there any more? I had twelve at one point. What were they? Um, God damn. I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, they, they uh, ten or twelve. This. That's ridiculous. This was absolute insanity. Yes. He had to have been 
fueled on coke. Brother. That's a lot. It was. That's a lot. And by the way, before we forget, don't hate the player. Hate the game. Yep. Had a double meaning. That's enough. Uh, There's also a shot towards the number one dude on the other channel. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Nah, I'm, I'm a preferred play chair. I'm good here. I, uh, oh, well, yeah, but Vince Russo on there. <laughs> From the first segment, like when they were teasing the Nashers, I was like, well, they did this last week. So, of course, they're in together. Like, oh, this is horse. They sir, did this a week ago. You can also well, add the hat on hat on hat, the triple cage. Yeah. So that's a lot. Are you trying to insinuate that Russo would do lazy booking and just do the same thing over and over again? Some cases in back to back weeks. I'm not insinuating. I'm outright telling you that's what he did. Yeah, fair enough. Lazy booking. <laughs> Non-existent booking. But you can put... Has you Cornette put ever tri- watched this match? I bet not. Oh, he needs to. Oh, my... F- so the, tri- the, the triple cage is 11. 11, yeah. So, yeah. The triple cage gimmick is 11. Holy fuck. I love the fact, by the way, they had to tape the... The ring back up. They didn't have another sheet. They had We're, put an X no, tape. No, yeah, no other, no other apron, uh, no other mat. Just fucking tape, tape that corner where Sting came out of. Yeah, let's have that happen in the first segment of the show. It's a good idea, guys. You guys don't use that corner. Yeah. What did Owen fall here? I'm just. X marks the spot. I feel bad for them that Canyon must be injured again because he wasn't here to take a needless bump off the top <laughs> of the cage. For the love of fuck. So that was insanity. That's a nice way of putting it. I don't want to say Vincent, no. <laughs> insanity. I don't want to besmirch the good name of Vince Carter. That's Vincent. That's funny, though. Yeah. Vincent. with it. Okay. Vincenity it is. Let's go to Lexington, Kentucky, y'all. Well, that's not as fun. For Monday Night Raw. For a different kind of Vincenity. <laughs> Commentary is J.R. and King. Michael. My, no. I mean, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, so the King Lexington. Is, uh, Lexington, yeah. Louisville, well, still, SmackDown, yeah. Still, this is King Country. Yes, First it is. Was. Louisville. 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 Yeah, Louisville. Louisville. We get a recap of SmackDown. Triple H getting arrested. Um, Foley Wino uh, making uh, Stephanie go to ringside with Kurt Angle and, and uh, his match with Eddie Guerrero. Angle hitting the icy belt to beat Eddie. China... <sighs> Hit Stephanie with a DDT angle, helping China to the back. I love Foley on SmackDown. Like, I'm sorry your husband's getting arrested, probably uh, unfairly for abusing you. Uh, go fuck another dude, real <laughs> quick, would you? That'd be nice. Thank you. Just go. While your father watches. Yeah, while your father watches. Rich titties. Uh Commentary brings up: We have a hell of a lineup, guys. We have Undertaker and The Rock taking on Edge and Christian for the WWF Tag Titles. They had to get something to get people to watch that late. China versus Kurt Angle for the IC title. That's not going to do it. Dudley Boys and APA in a tables match. Ooh, hard And pass. Kane versus Chris Benoit. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, right. We're going to start the show off with a promo here with of Triple H and Stephanie. <laughs> yep. Triple H says he has, said, he has done and said some terrible things in his time in WF, and he's proud of them. <laughs> He says that uh, the only thing he has never done was never hid them from anyone, and he takes full responsibility of every time he does it. That's true. I like that, actually. It makes sense with the character. Triple H says he can't accept uh, what happened on Thursday. He wanted to be in the match, but he was getting questioned uh, if he hit his wife. Um, And he was getting questioned uh, if he hit his wife while his wife was being attacked by China. Hmm. Triple H wants answers and he won't leave until whoever called the cops comes out here. 
and then Mick Foley's music hits. Which gets a monster pop, and I get what they're doing. Like yep. each name, each each music, like yo, there did it. Yeah. But man, this went a while. It did. It really did. Uh, Foley is going to get. Uh, they think it's Foley commentary by commentary I mean King. Uh, Foley is going to get to the bottom of it and find out who did it. They ruined Triple H's night, but the most of all, they ruined my main event. Typical Booker, baby. <laughs> so I, uh, uh, spoiler free here. I because of what happens later in the year, I didn't know this version of Foley was here already. I was yeah. like. Huh. <laughs> no. We're doing this gimmick already? I didn't, Run I, my no. main event. Okay. No. All right. Foley said he's done hit some investigating. He says it could come down to the 357 people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but God he's going to shorten it down a little bit. God Foley starts thinking about who it might be, and it might be one, Stephanie McMahon. Ooh. He sees it in her eyes. Hey, one way to cheat on your husband is to get him in jail. He sees it in her eyes when it curts around the glimmer. <laughs> Maybe she wanted to get rid of the jealous husband, and then she could be with her new man. And Stephanie's like, I, I would no, I had nothing to do with it. Foley's like, even with a plan like that, something Stephanie, I don't think you can think of that. <laughs> you don't have the brains, basically. Damn. Foley's like, then I, I know who someone else could have done it. Could have been Triple H who called <laughs> the cops on himself. <laughs> Foley says. What a pull the heart of the heart of your wife and get sympathy from the fans. Triple H is like, no. <laughs> Triple H is like, Triple H, Foley, I forget what he says. He's like, you could be one of the, and then Foley, Triple H finishes like, Mick Foley, you're, he's like, you could be, you're the biggest jackass in the world right now, Foley. <laughs> Triple H says that like, he watched the tape and watched Foley, Foley force Stephanie to the ringside instead of going to the police station. Triple H says uh, uh, it could be Foley who did it because he sees that he's depressed and maybe uh, he's still mad at him for having him uh, retire fully. All pl- well, except for the Triple H one. All plausible <laughs> accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Foley says there were, some, there were some points there, but Foley says it could be one. Kurt Angle. So Kurt Angle, uh, come on down. I got to admit, the leader in the clubhouse. Leader in the clubhouse. That's who I was going with. My money was on Kurt. <laughs> Angle says he has nothing to do with it. Angle is a man of integrity and says someone who wants to break him up more than him, China. Well, let's bring her on out. China, he says China still has the th- hots for her uh, for Triple H. Both of them don't mind hurting one Stephanie. This is a fucked up rib. <laughs> so Foley calls out China. She said she enjoyed getting her hands on Stephanie, but she has mm-hmm. no feelings for, uh, towards Triple H because she is with Eddie. And Foley's like, well, Eddie has no reason to get rid of Triple God, H. At what point does the gang rip the mask off the dude in the white cloth? Maybe soon. Eddie, <laughs> co- Eddie comes out. Eddie says he didn't want Triple H out of the picture. He wanted to prove that he could beat one Triple H. Foley says that we have su- suspects here, but no one has the guilt. Foley decides to have the fan ch- fans choose who did it. So fa- Foley put his hands around every- above everybody. He's like, is it Stephanie? <sighs> Triple H? <sighs> Goes up to runs up the ramp. <laughs> runs up the ramp. Is it China? Is it Eddie? Well, sort of. Hold on. Oh, the the yeah. China one. He went. Is it China? And he almost hit a room. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Whoops." I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, you know they get mild out, and then he goes all the way back down and starts the finger pointing. Well, well, well. <laughs> Look who's left on the list. It's gonna be one Kurt Angle. <clears throat> um. 
<laughs> and I, I love that. He's like, he leaves it here and Angle's like, hey, before you vote, I want to wish all of you a happy Labor Day. <laughs> Puts his arms around it. This, the crowd's the loudest. So according to the fans, it's Kurt Angle. So Foley's like, all right, me and you, we're going to go back up and talk to the authorities. It's, it's a jury trial. Makes sense yeah. to me. Then. Jury of his peers. Then. Test and Trish Stratus comes out. Test brings up uh, the wedding day, his wedding day with Stephanie, and how he was going to get all the money. November his, 29th. His career was going to rise to the top. But Triple H got in the way. Triple H has all the money now, and his career has rise to the top. Test says he got a big smile on his face when he called the cops on one Triple H last week. I fucking. Loved this. Did not see this one coming. I did not this see this one it coming. coming. I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Uh, awesome. So then, then Foley goes, "Well, tonight we're gonna have a match. Then Triple H versus the WWF champion. I mean, Test versus the WWF champion Triple H." Foley says that. He says he, it. He yeah, does it, which is important later. He does it. Yeah. Uh, Test says payback and Stephanie have something in common. They're a bitch. Woo. Which and, then, and, here's, and Triple H loses and then Angle it. Triple H and I love it. Triple H just sprints the top, but Angle cheap shots him and they double team him. With <laughs> so, Corey, he's holding the Corey. I know you said. I'll, I'm going to say this. I I know it went long, but I loved this. I love the segment. This segment was fantastic. Even though it went long, I, I to it me it didn't seem long. The like, crowd ate every bit of this yeah. up. It worked, and uh, I love that reveal. Holy fuck. I, I did not think about Test. I did not. Yeah. I was like, of course it was Kurt. Whatever. Yeah. You know how good this segment was? I knew it was Test, and I forgot it was Test. I I, like, I got so wrapped up in it. When that music came, I was like, up. oh, yeah. Then it makes sense. Yeah. And once the TNA music hits, you go, oh, yeah, it makes more sense now that it was Test. Oh, the so good. That. So good. But I thoroughly enjoyed that. For I know it was like 20 minutes. I, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was one of those things of... Sure, it was long, but it was for me. It was enjoyable that it did. I didn't mind it being that long. It worked. It did what it needed to do. Got a huge pop, a huge uh, reveal that paid off. Actually, um, wish they could. You've kept that going later on in the year, or now, anytime. Okay. You, Rikishi? Uh, uh, <laughs> I did it. Uh, we're gonna go. <laughs> did it because she's a bitch. I did it because she was a bitch. <laughs> yeah. uh, we go uh, backstage. Uh, Rock has arrived oh, to the you. arena. Then we come back from commercial, and The Rock comes out, and I was just like, Christ. "I was Rock comes out." I'm like, "Are we having another promo?" But of course no, we are. But maybe? Rock joins commentary, but he, but he first he, but he sucks at he's commentary. He's not good at commentary though, Bob. But he first has to say this: Mick Foley has been hit in the head so many times that he needs to know that I'm the WWF <laughs> champion. <laughs> that was good. I mean, you couldn't blame him for forgetting who the champion was when they booked him. Uh, let's go our first match tonight, and it's a number one contendership for the WWF Championship. Chris Benoit versus Kane. Can we just get a fucking clear-cut number one? The pay-per-view is going to happen before we get a clear-cut number the, one. The uh, Benoit and Kane are apparently tag partners. They were in the exact same fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> red and black, baby. Uh, <laughs> the red and black express. So Murder express. Kane cost Benoit the number one contendership on last week's SmackDown by getting involved in his match with Undertaker. Benoit with multiple belly-to-back suplexes, then he hits the flying headbutt. Benoit gets on the apron to yell at The Rock, but Kane grabs him and tries to do a reverse suplex. 
But Benoit lands on his head like a reverse DDT, and I'm going to call that a concussion for Benoit. Yeah, that was real rough. That was rough. Uh, Benoit gets up, gets in the face of the rock. Kane grabs Benoit and throws him to the steps. Kane grabs the rock by the throat. Uh, Benoit attacks Kane with a chair. Rock then hits rock bottom on Kane on the outside. Ow. And that is how your match ends. We get moments to go rock rock bottoming uh, Kane. Let's go to our next match as it's the Dudley Boys versus APA in a tables match. Did I just see these guys on Nitro beating up the Harris Bros? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, Kanatai comes out. There's your uh, Young Dragons. Young Dragons, too. They come out with APA. Farouk with a power slam on Bubba. Uh, Dudley's hit the was up head uh, headbutt. No. Um, Dudley's bring a table into the ring. Uh... But Bradshaw hits the table with the big boot. Kai and Ty gets the ring, accidentally hits Farouk with the flag. Bradshaw's trying to do a superplex on, Bu- on Devon uh, through the table, but Bubba sneaks underneath. Uh, Bradshaw and hits a powerbomb through the table for the win for the Dudley boys. You ever feel bad for Devon and Ron Simmons? Yes. <laughs> He's got these douchebags as tag team partners. Yes, in like, fact. What if they just got rid of them and became a tag team themselves? So Doom. Yeah, be the new Doom. Uh, Kai and Ty begs for forgiveness after the match, but APA uh, beat them up. Bradshaw puts Taka through a table, and then Farouk hits the Dominator on Funaki, but Funaki lands on top of Taka. Uh, we go backstage with Foley, with Mick Foley in his office. It's like in the abandoned back room, but it's like uh, like where they put catering, but it's just his like his commission commi- commissioner area. Like there's nothing else around it. Uh, he's playing darts on a photo of Al Snow. <laughs> the rivalry will never die. Uh, Eddie shows up, doesn't like China taking on Al by herself, and wants to go down there to protect her. Foley says if he goes down there, that would be a disqualification. But Foley goes, wait a minute. But what if I make the match a triple threat match so you guys can do some double team moves on him and psst, don't tell anyone I did this for you. <laughs> Uh, we get a SmackDown Challenge promo as WF wants Al Gore and George Bush to show up for Jesse Ventura to be the middleman. Well, they really wanted that badly. Honestly. Guess what didn't happen, guys? That. That. Thank fuck. Oh, my God. So let's go to our next match now. It's China versus Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle in a, for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Eddie sneaks down before Kurt, his music and attacks Kurt. Again, he's angry at him. Yep. Eddie and a China double team. Kurt Angle throws China on the outside. China does the Triple H move of gets thrown in the turnbuckle and grabs the corner by one arm and then just throws themselves so over. They were double teaming. I'm used to watching China in matches where she's getting double teamed. There it is. Hey now, uh, vividly one night in China. Eddie and China. Eddie and China double flapjack and double suplex. Uh, Kurt Angle grabs a chair and has Eddie with it. Angle with a back suplex on China. Eddie tries to bring in the chair, but the ref stops him. Kurt grabs the IC belt and lays out China with it. Eddie hits Kurt with an over-the-top suplex to the outside. Eddie sees China and doesn't know what to do. Go attack Kurt or check on China. So what does Eddie do? He consoles China by laying on top of her. As in the ref counts, cradles her head cradles like a her. Hug and goes down. One, two, three. Your new intercontinental champion, Eddie Guerrero. Okay, so just real quickly, eighty-five reasons why this was fucking awesome. Yep. So 
she gets laid out, and Eddie's like the boyfriend. He, he's in there. He's like, what's going on? And he wants to go fight Kurt. Then he remembers she's laying there. And you could see, you could see the dilemma in Eddie's face. Yep. I care about her. I want to kick his ass. I could win the belt. Three but options. I care about her. But I want to kick. I, I care, care about, about her. her. Once again, <laughs> only Eddie could play both the underdog baby face <laughs> and, and the, the chicken shit heel at the same time. So I love this part. But then I don't like this part when King goes, Eddie finally got gold in WWF. Uh, is that the European title? Yeah, exactly. that? Uh, Eddie is playing the I'm worried about China more than I want to be the new he champion. He looking back at the belt on the ground. So Eddie helps China to the back. He throws the title to the ground, looks back at it. He notices where China's head's at, runs back, <laughs> grabs the belt, helps China to the back by ho- while holding the icy belt behind, behind his, his back. Oh, it's so awesome. It's so good. God damn it, Eddie Graham. And also, another part why it ruled. He's hugging her like he doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah. And as soon as that three goes, his head bolts up like, what? What just happened? What yeah. just happened? Plausible deniability. God yep. damn it. So good. Uh, we it's go, so good. It is. Uh, we go backstage with TNA and Trish. Tess can't wait to beat Triple H so he can get, uh, can't wait to see what Stephanie's face looks like. Stephanie, then we go over to Stephanie telling Triple H that she has to defend her. And if Trish gets in the way, uh, she'll deal with Trish. But Triple H's like, uh, you're not going anywhere. you got to stay in the back. <laughs> Sucker. Uh, moments ago, we see Eddie winning. Then we go backstage for China wanting to know what the hell is going on. Eddie's like saying the that he went down there to protect her. He doesn't care for the title. China you know, begs for forgiveness. Begs for forgiveness. China forgives Eddie, and uh, he de- and she says that he deserves it more. And then they hug. And then the camera zooms on Eddie with a big Latino heat shit smile, shitting great on his face. I got away with it, I say. God damn it. Uh, we more, Earlier tonight, what Tess said about putting Triple H in jail. So our next match, <laughs> it's Tess with Albert and Trish versus Triple H. Wow. I, I like this part here. <laughs> Triple H comes down in the ring. But he's taking his time because it's that what's that once what we were saying last not? week, like a couple weeks ago I think it was or last week about Triple H just taking his time because you know you're in trouble, you know you're gonna get your ass kicked, and he's just staring a hole through test. It's not him doing his moves. Yeah. it's just him being like, "You're you're did it. I'm gonna get you." And which once again, I love, I love. It's the small things and I wish they would do. These days, uh, ref tries to get Trish out of the ring to start the match, but Triple H both beats up both men. Albert hits Test accidentally with a corner splash. Triple H gives uh, grabs Trish and goes for the pedigree, but Test stops him. We see Stephanie watching uh, multiple times, but the second time, Kurt Angle sneaks up behind her with a gr- with a you know a smile with on his a, face, dude, with a creepy like. I'm going to rape you. Look on, and his he face. tells the person like in front of her, like shh, like shush yeah. someone. I mean, not not a fan of this part. <laughs> yeah, not a fan no. of this. Oh, Albert, damn, Albert hits. Just like he doesn't remember this part of this like, career, right? Well, he was off for two weeks. Remember last time I checked, uh, Albert hits Triple H with a big boot on the outside, and the military presses Triple H back into the ring through the second rope. Albert trips. They never cross paths too often. But when they did, Trips always gave him a lot because they got that killer Kowalski school common bond together. 
He made Albert look like a, it's too bad he didn't feud with him. I he mean, made him look like a star. There's a reason Triple H, I'm sure, had a huge hand in him becoming the lead trainer. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, uh, so, it's all Triple H. Yeah. Tess with a gut wrench powerbomb. Triple H then, uh, hits the pedigree for the win. Albert comes in the ring, but Triple H pedigrees him. Stephanie runs down. They hug it out in the ring. It's an underrated training school, if you think about it. Triple H, China, Perry Saturn, Albert, and Frankie Kazarian, just five off the top of my head. That ain't bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, there's four really good ones, then Frankie Kazarian. Ah, but whatever. Hey, 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 hey. Look Got him. Look at you, China. Got him. We go backstage with a, a naked Midian just sitting oh, there. This part was awesome. Just hanging out, being naked. Foley comes in and he wants to talk. He, uh, Foley, there's been some chatter around the back and how uh, people don't want Midian, uh, don't want him running in doing the run ins anymore in their matches as he's naked. And as Midian's like, you know what? Uh, since you're the commissioner, I'll listen to you. Foley <laughs> drops the clipboard, and Midian's like, hey, let me get that for you. And he bends <laughs> over, and then the camera zooms on Foley going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so I didn't know when Naked Midian showed up. Same. I didn't know when it started. Same. But I love it so much. It's so stupid. I knew. I'm 12 years old here, right? and I am dying laughing at this. I, I knew what it was building towards. I was just waiting for the Foley, like, oh, oh my God. God. And he did not disappoint. No, not one bit. Oh. <laughs> uh, moments, we get a moment to go of Triple H beating Tess. Then we get a promo by one right to censor. They, should, weird one. they shouldn't be shunned. They should be embraced for what they're doing. They're losing a little bit. Steven yeah. says, another man has embraced the right to censor, and that is one Val Venus. Val Venus comes out. Oh, he's like, say what now? Yeah, say what now? He says, I haven't joined the right to censor because the men, because uh, they're being uh, hypocrites of, uh, or they hit women. He's never agreed to that. He never joined to dress up like nerds. Nerds! <laughs> Steven Nerd. brings up Val dropping the porn star image, the trunks from black to white, dumping TNA. Steven says, well, you're one of us because of that. Val says it's his par- it's the parents' job to censor things, not theirs. Val says if the right censor gets involved with them, him one more time, he will end them. And Steven says, if you're not with us, you're against us. I seem to remember someone else saying that. Maybe it's just me, but uh, Val Venus doesn't exactly scary. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I don't. It's that, Maybe it's just me. It's that weird thing of like, so what are you gonna do, porn dude? You all flaccid on me? It's that thing right now of uh, the right censor right now. It's just like every other week, every week now, somebody new. Oh, you can't take my rights. Every week right now. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's quickly. They need to think of a pivot that still holds juice because. Every week now. You know that lazy booking with Russo just replaying? <laughs> That's what they're doing here. Because last week it was Road Dog, And then for that, Rikishi. No, it's, it's, just, it's just every week the same thing. <laughs> um, then we go backstage with Crash Holly talking to himself. And then Big Boss Man shows up. Bossman says he respects Holly for not backing down. And then Bossman pours milk on Crash. And then Double O Dean Malenko shows up and asks <laughs> if there's a problem here. And then... Belenko, uh, get, uh, Bossman shoves Malenko to the ground and leaves. Cool. That was fun. Double O Dean Malenko. The bond of the universe. You know, I like my women like I like my coffee. Strong, black, and with a spoon sticking out of it. Um, 
We go backstage with Edge and Christian trying to find ways to get out of their match <laughs> against Undertaker and Rock. Ammonia, Tourette's, maybe General Warts. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go with Warts. General Warts rule. <laughs> Uh, Foley comes in and says, hey, if, if, there's, if you guys come up with some type of excuse, like, I don't know, General Warts, they'll be stripped of the title. Foley begins to leave. He goes, hey, General Warts are painful, and they're not awesome. That's what that, I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> they're so not awesome. God damn it. Uh, let's go to our next matches for the Hardcore Championship. Big Boss, man, he wants that strap again, it looks like. Versus Steve Blackman. I promise you he didn't. <laughs> I assure you that's not what he wants to do with his career. Bossman gets a, uh, gets a kendo stick. Blackman has a, two sticks, and we have a stick off. More well, inter- like a stick up? They rubbing sticks together? Yeah. Oh, all right. It's more entertaining than uh, Vito and Booker playing stickball in last week's Thunder. <laughs> Anything is more entertaining than that. Can't hit it, huh? Depends on what stick Beatles use. Exactly. Bossman uses <laughs> oh, a, a fire extinguisher. size bat. They fight through the crowd and fight back in. Bossman uses a leather strap and throws Blackman over the... Uh, over. Uh, oh, they fight to the back. Uh, Blackman uh, gets thrown over a table of food. 007 Malenko shows him, hits Blackman in the back of the head with a trash can, and uh, Crash throws coffee on him. Uh, Steve hit, uh, hits a sidekick for the win. Steve then attacks Malenko and Crash with a trash can lid for getting involved in his match. I'm not going to lie. Up until the last 10 minutes of television, I did legitimately forget that Crash, Holly, and Bossman were still there. Uh, I, 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 I was so confused. Bossman on- for sure. Crash I knew, but Bossman was like, well, he's still, oh, gee, he's still here. Huh? Okay. He's down until 04. Hmm. Wrestling until O two. Yeah, I don't believe that. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I think, sir, you are lying. <laughs> Does he get the f out? Uh, only when he dies. Well, there's that. <laughs> Spoiler. He's on his miracle swan once. That's cool. <laughs> we're gonna go to we're gonna go backstage with Foley as Taz uh, comes up to the service desk as Taz wants two matches. He wants Lawler and Jericho uh, tonight. He doesn't care what type of match. Foley says he's pretty busy tonight and starts playing darts again. Foley's like, you know what? I'll make you a tag match. Jerry Lawler and Jericho versus Taz and a partner who has won multiple titles will be his partner. And Foley, and he's like, good guy? Yeah, he's, he's good. He's, he's won multiple titles. <laughs> Jeff, or Jeff, Joe isn't going to get this reference. But when he said service desk, Corey, yeah. I threw up my mouth. I know. So did I. I was, was like, just thinking, oh, oh, no, don't I, say that. I'm sorry. No, absolutely <laughs> That's not. a dirty word from where I'm from. <laughs> Let's go to our next match. <laughs> it's Right to Censor members Bull Buchanan and Goodfather versus Road Dog and Val Venus. Proud be American. There's a tag team that can get fucked and die. <laughs> Val got banned, so. God damn. <laughs> Uh, back and forth, a lot of th- there was a lot of clothesline and punches with kicks in this match because you know work right here, guys. <laughs> Good brother forearm dog. <laughs> Bull throws Vol- Val in the steel steps. Road dog wins with a flying forearm. What is he Tito Santana now? Uh, Bull hits uh, Val with a DD on the outside as that's happening. Then the right sensors double team Road Dog, and then they carry Val to the back and put him in their mini white van. <laughs> they borrowed Kurt so, Angle's rape van. <laughs> the van made me laugh so hard. Just like this fucking Ford Windstar white van. It's so great. 
It's so on oh brand. God damn it. I figured it was Angle's rape van the way he's been looking at Stephanie lately. Oh, no, you can see through the windows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, possibly there, yeah, there was windows. He has, he has a windowless van. <laughs> yeah. There were windows, so uh, can't be that big yeah. of a rape van. He rapes him in a milk truck. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Damn it. run a while. Milkomania, baby. Uh, we get moments ago of Venus's abduction. Um, <laughs> what a sentence. Those two words together. <laughs> Venus's abduction. You hear about Pluto? <laughs> That's pretty messed up. Let's it's go to our next. fucking planet? No. Yep. In my mind, it is. <laughs> Fuck science. Uh, let's still go to our next match. about that turtle? Two, two packs a day. Let's go to Let's go to our next match as Jerry Lawler and Chris Jericho. Bob Saget raped and killed versus Taz. And then we're like, who, who, who who's gonna be his partner? And then Real American hits. I was like, and, ja- and Jer's like, so first I was like, what is it? Briscoe Patterson and Jer's like, could it be? <laughs> Jr. Here was fucking great. It can't be. No, can it? And then here comes. Naked Midian <laughs> wearing just a fanny pack. <laughs> this distracts Taz, so Lala rolls most anybody. <laughs> so this so this distracts Taz and Lala rolls him up for the win. That sting work rate there less than a minute. He's, he's gotta figure it out. God damn it. Uh, then we find out during the break, Lala's headed back down the ring and Taz chokes him out with a leather strap. This is important. Mm-hmm. I wonder what this could be building towards. <laughs> Something I never would have expected in a billion years. And neither did JR, apparently. You know, this, uh, this, this company is known for the subtlety. It's subtlety, all right. <laughs> uh, commentary brings up that Stone Cold with Steve Austin will have a statement to make on SmackDown, and it's about his future. How weird is that? Not on Raw? SmackDown? I agree. So the thing is, you announce it so you get people to watch. So they announce it on SmackDown. He's gonna make a statement on Raw. Yeah. On Raw, because yeah. I was all kinds of what? Yeah, what? But hey, but stuff. Woo. Let's go to our next Woo. match, and it's the main Woo. event for the WWF Tag Team Championships: Edge and Christian versus Undertaker and The Rock. Uh, Lawler's gone because of his attack, so Kane comes out and he joins commentary. This. Jr. I don't think anybody told Jr. about this. No, no. he was shook. And this was um, terrible. Well, the thing is, too, also, that Kane, you know, has a headset on, but, like, at first he doesn't talk. But then he starts talking, but the mic's not all the way up, or the mic's not in front well, of his it's lips. His, it's his mask. It's the mask, yeah. yeah. He, he honestly should have just not talked. It would have been better a bit to not talk. Yeah. I was like, oh, this place right up. Joe's Chatty Cathy. Chatty Cathy Kane. <laughs> yeah. for, I wrote down, I was like, well, there's Chatty Cathy. <laughs> there it is. Um, JR looks scared. Yeah. She was uh, like, I'm on live fucking TV. What the fuck was this big dumb retard? <laughs> we see uh, the Hardys with Lita watching backstage. Um, what in the flying fuck just happened? This is in my notes. From what I got with Kane talking, Kane would go through anyone to get to the title. That's what I've been talking That's talk- pretty much his, g- his gist. Yes. Not to be confused with his gist. <laughs> Uh, Edge hits Undertaker <laughs> with a spear. Edge and Christian keep Undertaker on their side of the ring. Undertaker goes for the one-arm choke slam on Christian, but Edge stops it. What Un- kind of a bonus did they have to pay Taker to be the face in peril? Right. Ed- yes. Undertaker and uh, Edge hit the double clothesline. This allows The Rock to get the hot tag. The crowd erupts. <laughs> Rock, 
Rock with a tilt to roll slam and on Christian, then a DDT. We never saw D-Lo again. <laughs> Chris Benoit comes out and starts to fight with Undertaker on the outside. <laughs> rock hits the rock bottom on Christian, but Edge breaks up the pin. Edge hits the rock in the head with a chair. Christian takes a bit to make the cover, but the rock's able to kick out. Rock hits the spine buster on Christian and makes the cover, but Kane pulls the ref out. Undertaker and Kane fight on the outside while the ref is uh, still trying to get up. Edge and Christian hit the concerto on the rock. Well, well they've done it better. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, they, I'm, I'm sure they were ordered to miss by a country fucking mile. Because <laughs> I'm not even sure they were in the same zip code as the rock's head. Well, we're in Lexington. The chair was in Louisville. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. But terrible. But plus, he did the tricky. <laughs> but they get the win. So Edge and Christian def- win, retain their titles against The Rock and The Undertaker. So that's what they had to do. Taker agreed to be the face in peril so that he didn't get pinned. Yep. And The Rock took the concerto and a pin. Yeah, as the champ. As the champ against the tag champs. Against the tag champs. Okay, that makes sense. It's a little ass backwards, but okay. Well, that's ass backwards or war game. <laughs> well, I mean, nothing is as ass backwards as Russo's Revenge. Yes. But this still didn't make sense. So, guys, what was the better show? Oh, uh, Raw. Raw. And it was, I actually enjoyed Raw a lot. Yeah. It's a good show. Nitro was fun chaos. I, I'm going to say Nitro was close. Nitro was of, not bad. Because of how chaotically bad yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely chaos. We've had like the past. A bad two months. The last month of night, been, yeah. It's been boring nitros. Yeah. This was not boring. This was, just, this was entertaining, but still bad. Uh, let's go to the ratings. So last week's ratings were close. 3.5 yeah. WCW to a 4.9. Weird. This week. Another late, another late start time again this week. Another late start time. WCW promoting their pay-per-view-esque show. 3.6. It went up. All right. All right. WWF, 4.2. That's got to be the closest it would ever get again. Uh, it is. Russo, Russo had to have a throbbing erection. I was going to say, he had a hard-on so much the next day, he had to call the doctor. He's like, all right, next week, triple, triple cage. <laughs> yeah, nine cages. Goldberg versus Tank Abbott. Winner gets a gun. <laughs> they get the fuck Hancock in the ring. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> th- I looked. This is this will be. I Great think googly googly. this is the closest that it will ever get to That's again. Amazing! I had no point idea. Point six changed the difference. Vince was like, "Hey USA, you want to knock it the fuck off, please?" Well, like I said, <laughs> this U.S. Open and dog show shit would come back to bite USA. There's yep. a, there's a huge change coming in a couple of weeks. Is the mood about change? Uh, the channel is. Where's that? Will? Will? But yeah. Hope you like Star Trek The Next Generation reruns. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't like them the first time. Because there's a ton of them. But what about Lefem Nikita? What about Mod? No, on that channel. And then there was What about Mod. ECW? <laughs> Not on that channel. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> funny about that. Well, funny funny we'll, thing about that. We'll have a few things to say about that in a minute. <laughs> well, well. But, you know, good night wrestling, boys. Yeah, it finally. Was entertaining. It was. So let's move on to our favorite part of the show. And before you do that, I was supposed to say there are some fans out there who were WWE diehards who will tell you this is one of their favorite nitros of all time. Really? Yeah. It's I mean they're wrong, but it's chaos. It's chaos. And it was in a good way. Like it was a good like from the past like two months that we've been watching Nitro, it's been boring. 
just boring. And this night is like, okay, oh, it was it up. Yeah. Can they keep that momentum? <laughs> no. No. I'm not even going to try to. In a it. word, no. How about new? But let's go to our favorite part of the show the award show. Let's start off with best match. I have a, I have a, uh, I have an interesting pick. I doubt it. I bet you the same one I have. <laughs> War games. There it is. Same me. It yep. is so Market. chaotic. It was fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely is War Games. Let's go yeah. War Games. It's it was close. It was the funnest thing. <laughs> it was crazy. I didn't know how to like rate well, we it. Had like, it. We, what would you rate that I, match? I don't. I tried. I thought. I was like, I don't know what I would rate this. Uh, the most I could come up with. Two and a half. So I will tell you that it starts after, at its base. Before we move on to the rest of the awards, yep. I, uh, after this was done, before I watched Raw, because I usually watch them back to back, I was mm-hmm. like, need a palate cleanser for whatever the hell that was. <laughs> yeah. I watched War Games '96. Oh, so good. Oh, that—that's how you do. It's it. how you do War Games because that is the only time I ever agree with the baby faces. Like, no, fuck this guy didn't wait and shit. Fuck this. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that hate that War Games. It's so well done. It's perfectly done. The baby faces, WCW shouldn't have waited. They absolutely should not have waited. I don't know what what people are thinking. When they love this one and hate that one, it's like, whatever. Oh, so good. Don't make sense. I went back and watched it again. That's good. Oh, so good. So, yeah, war games all around for them. Who is you? Taylor McGregor. What is your uh, jabroni match of the week? Well... Sting uh, versus the Dark Carnival. Yeah, that's where Just I was going to go. Fucking stupid, dude. Is this the first time someone's been in both our favorite match and worst match of the week at the same time? I don't know. How much did Ahmed Jensen work? And you know what? It's fitting that Sting should be the guy that does this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he simultaneously got married and buried somebody. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. It's like John Cena levels of nonsense. <laughs> for me, for me, it was... Not that it's Vito and the Thrillers because I mean, it was just a like four minute beatdown and it was just like, can I just fast forward through you, please? Just let me fast forward. Just please, please, please. So, guys, who is your MVP? There's like five There's, candidates for me here. Yes, there this is. was actually this, tough this was for tough. me. This is a crowded week. I have one, but so let's see where you guys go. I'm curious. I'm calling you out. You go Me? first. Okay. Ooh, you go uh, first, buddy. Oh, calling you hey, out. Hey, oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Hey, pal. Um, my MVP, I, I'm i going fully. I'm going fully. It's the, not a bad pick. He's in a contention. It's not a bad pick. I, 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 think, I think it's just one of those things of the way he ran the first 20 minutes of the show, being the detective he is, and just how basically he's pointing fingers at everybody. I love, like, it's just that entertaining he's part. Like, it could have been yeah. the wife because she wanted the, the, the affair to happen. Could have been the husband because he wanted the pity from the fans. Could have been the ex because why not? It could be the ex's new boyfriend. But it's part of the guy, 100% the guy that's been stalking the wife for the past month and a half. And then adding on throughout the whole night of the Nick, Nick and Median part. Uh, him saying that he's busy playing darts to give Taz a match until he finds <laughs> up get, getting him a tag match and teaming him up with Naked Midian. I'll go. Go ahead. I think we're walking. I think we're going to be in the same wavelength. I have an odd one. No, we're not. <laughs> no, no, no. This is an odd one. Truly, okay. odd one. Vince Russo. Wow. You know why? 
Wow. Because that was... Did you have CTE? No, no, shut up. Because after those two months, it was boring as fuck, right? But this was chaotic. Yep. Terrible. Yep. Terrible television. Terrible. Not good. Nope. However, we were wickedly entertained for the entire thing. Yeah. And I and I give it to him for one reason and one reason only, and I mean this. And if you guys can think of an example, give it to me. There is nobody in wrestling history that could have given us that Nitro except for Vince Russo. But you're, you're not wrong. Without question. Right. I'm the new host. <laughs> hey, man. So, <laughs> so mine, uh, so I guess there were some contenders, right? Yeah. So there was Foley. Uh, Russo's an interesting one. I didn't think about Russo, but that's an interesting one. Test, I thought, had a, had a chance. Till the match. <laughs> Till the match. Of course, he took the loss. Brother. Of course, he did. Brother. So mine, however, is one Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, Eddie. He's fantastic. He just, just. Oh. And the thing is, like, it's not peak Eddie yet. We're not, no. we're not going to get to peak Eddie in the war stories. No, we're not. But it's a glimpse of peak Eddie, and fuck, it's everything that is why people love Eddie Guerrero. It's uh, this. Oh, uh, it's so good. You, uh, you nailed it like six, uh, it's like four months ago, and you nailed it again here. He's the only wrestler I can ever think of that can be the shit, the the bullshit conniving heel mm-hmm. and underdog babyface at the same fucking time. That's crazy. That's bananas. And pull them both off. It's uh, yeah. No, that's so that was my second. So Eddie Guerrero's for me. Three very different, but yet in their own way, very deserving winners. Oh yes. Oh, yes. For the uh, MVP, I will tell you. Core streak is alive, Joe. Once again, it's not wrestling based. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not a bit. <laughs> Fight forever. Fight forever. Who is your uh, motive? Uh, I talked about it. I'm going to go first. Jerry Morash. God, he added literally nothing to this broadcast and made it worse. Fuck he, that guy. He, he sucks. He was terrible. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, conversely, uh, Vince Russo. <laughs> hey! Because <laughs> that was terrible. And uh, if this is your knowing that you have cleared, yep. there's no competition. There's no competition. And you brought out what you considered the big guns in that gimmick. And if this is your A plus effort to turn millions of eyes to your show next week instead of Raw when it comes back to its normal time, well, what the hell were you thinking? Can you imagine if? He had swallowed his pride, and this week Hogan walked out. That would have helped. Uh, could they would have won. The, they would have won the next week. Could he have swallowed his pride and realized he doesn't know how to do this without Vince McMahon holding his hand? No, 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 because he still doesn't believe. But if that. he brought Hogan in, it would have made a huge difference. If they announced this week that Hogan's back next week, and not as this some fake shit, confirmed. Yeah. Um, my motive is test. Like he did fantastic in that promo, but yeah. that bell rang. I mean, we knew he was going to get murdered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he got he got the win in the promo. Yeah, yeah. he won the battle, lost the war. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so uh, that's how that goes. So WTF? I kind of just went through it. If this was Vince Russo's A plus effort. He's in trouble. 
I, I, I love the fact that this could be his A-plus effort, but then, like, for WWF side, this is just, for them, it's like, eh, it's just a so Monday. So this is his A-plus effort. It gained them point one in the ratings, yep. and they still didn't win. Yep. So he doesn't really have hope at this point. This pretty much eliminates all doubt. Well, yep. let me bring something else up that's... It's around this time it's broken, so I'm just going to go ahead and start talking about it. It's around September. It's admitted in October, but it's around September that Time Warner has decided they do not want this company on their books. And they start talking about a sell. So this is where old uh, Eazy-E tries? No, this is where a bunch of other people try first. Eazy-E doesn't get serious into it until January. Hmm. He's around and he's listening and he's got a feel on it in case, you know, he can swoop in. Yep. But this is the, this and this is super preliminary. This is just them being like, we want out. This we don't want this on our books. They're about to lose sorry, two hundred million this year. <laughs> yeah, they lost two hundred million. Christ. Um, they're cutting contracts left and right. They've already <laughs> just to tell you the shocker, they decided to get rid of all the luchadors. Besides Ray Hoovy Conan, you know. The filthy animals. Um, and sent out an email that was supposed to only go to one person. And it went to everybody instead, where one woman in the office just... The whole email just said, did we get rid of all the Mexicans yet? Checks out. Sent it to everybody. Is that Dixie Carter working there? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, that helped the lawsuit tremendously, by the way. Uh, you know. Uh, Sonny Ono's gone. Anybody from any other country, basically, is gone. Except Asia's if gone. You're, if you're a star, Asia's gone. Asia, uh, and they're starting. I know Joe's sad about it. And they're starting to look at those huge old contracts and be like, "Is there a way out of these fucking things?" And if there's not, uh, well, there is now. We'll make one. <laughs> yeah. So that's that shit's happening uh, right around now. So mine uneven times. Mine just war games. Just <laughs> I, I mean, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like I just. <laughs> I don't even know how to comprehend what that match was. <laughs> it's all over the place. <laughs> Joe, what the fuck? This seems problematic. Mm, recommend it. Uh, my WTF is like it's war games as well. The how fact could it not be right. The fact of uh, um, we had like three teams, three sets of teams in the match itself. Uh, the Bret Hart team of them, him and the Harris and the Cat, <laughs> versus the Team Babyface and Team Hills. Um, and then the hat on the hat on the hat, 11, on 11 hat, 12 hat, times. Hat, Four guys fighting in that they're near the belt and they say, ah, fuck it. This belt stinks. I'm going to go brawl on their fans. <laughs> and they, they magically get from the top of the cage to the arena, to the ground floor. They did it quicker than Owen somehow. I don't know how. They did. But, Damn. see, when I do the Owen joke, it's a Damn. disrespect. Which, Rude, sir. With all due respect. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's, it's war games. Russo's Revenge. Yeah. Sure taught us a lesson. It did. So, this brings an end to this week's Monday Night War Stories as we move on to the Midweek War Stories. And let's see if uh, who can carry... 
the weight from one show to the other. Can you believe after this week we only have one more week until Fall Brawl? No. But we're back. At least this month, we're back to the back-to-back weeks for pay-per-views. What a poll question. Are we really? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Not, not a fan of that. No. Not, no, <laughs> not, not a fan no, of no, that. Nope. But that'll be in a couple weeks. But you can go to nosellentainment.com. That's right, nosellentainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all of our podcasts, everything that we do. You can find us all on the social medias. Give us a like, a follow, a, a, uh, a comment, and comment about how uh, you like to see... Uh, the uh, human wrestling Stasiak of Corey Mack listening to us on. That's just rude. Well, he's talking about how you do? he's in fit. He's fit. He's he was talking about that Not earlier. A model of Canadian perfection. Here. Yeah, he's the best. Corey Lance T Storm. I called Stasiak. him Stasiak earlier, and you went with it. Damn you! But you can, but not you fans, because you can go to Apple Podcasts. You heard that. You just said fuck the fans. You can go Apple Podcasts. You go to Spotify. You can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to our podcasts. 